0: hello and welcome to another episode of game train podcast this is episode 102 uh, we are recording this on the 20th of may 2021 live on twitch uh joining me is carl the lyrical smith
1: hello hello hello
0: hello hello again um and yeah we are doing another podcast that's right 102 we're doing today Uh, And for those that are listening to this later on Podbean, yes, this was recorded on the 20th of May, so whenever I decide to eventually upload this episode, you'll get to hear it then, but remember it was recorded then, (laughs) not now. But yes, another big episode as always, Uh, we've got uh, a review of Big Size Very Good, also known as Tall Lady, also known as Resident Evil Village, Uh, we're doing doing now, we're going to be chatting some GTA V, some Assassin's Creed DLC... Some, um, some Rust console edition, <laughs> uh, la- la- lame love and hype trains. But before all that, let's roll into that news. Okay. column ladies this week. What's
1: in the news? Okay. Uh, well, we just found out the release date of GTA fives, um, Current gen PS5 release, which will be November 11th, mm-hmm. which is um, just, I thought it was pretty funny news because we were just talking recently about like, oh man, I wonder where GTA 6 is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Turns out nowhere ever. Well, um, actually, speaking of that, I saw a leaked map of GTA 6 last night. Oh, last night? Really? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I just don't know Dude, anymore.
0: remember when the leaked map of R2 came out? We were like, nah. And then we looked at the final thing and we went... Wait a second.
1: Yeah, that's true. That We did have a wait a second. Yeah. It was pretty close. Ooh, well, you'll have to um share that on our Facebook or something so we can have a look. <laughs> it was legit.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I think it's a load of shit. It's just off a 4chan page, but still. <laughs> but still, there's oh, hope. There's still there's uh, hope.
1: Well, also, the um GTA Online is going to be free on PlayStation Plus from that date through until february tw- um 2022 okay. so for three months for some reason um also summer game fest 2021 just uh, announced where they'll have like announcement and news from so there's just a quick list here i thought i'd smash through that's that's the uh like the summer games fest that you can sort of it's kind of like the e- e3 equivalent equivalent or, or competition of or...
0: jeff keely awkwardly sits in his home and tells us about all this stuff that doesn't yes, seem very exciting. One. He hides it
1: up for days and then we get let down. But there's some there's some pretty cool I'll just rattle through the names that he has uh lined up with announcements and news. So there's 2K, Activision, Amazon Games, and a Purna, which always make freaking awesome like indie games, Bandai Namco, Blizzard, Capcom, Devolver, Dotemu, EA, Epic Games, Finji, Frontier Gearbox, High Res Studios, Inner Sloth. Koch Media, uh, Mediatonic, Mihoyo PlayStation, Psyonix, Raw Fury, Riot, Saber, Sega, Square Enix, Steam, Tencent Games, Ubisoft, Warner Brothers, Blizzard of the Coast, and Xbox. Cool. So it's a I'm, 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 I'm really looking list.
0: forward to the mobile games from all these companies. Thanks.
1: I know, right? <laughs> I'm so excited to hear all about Tencent. Games well, well, well
0: I looked at this list today that you sent me and it's great, great, yeah. great stuff. Um, but at the same time, like, how much of Summer Games Fest is crossing into Eve 3 and vice versa? Like, because eve 3 is promoting this year because they didn't last year. They're like, we're, we're off in 2020. But this year they're like, we're doing a digital event and we're going to have all these people here now. How much of that is crossover into this? is really confusing on what we're going to get over Eve 3 weekend Um, yeah and
1: it's it's like a um sellsword event now like who's cheaper to go where and because people (laughs) don't need e3 like they used to i know like it just it's the internet i don't understand i'm so baffled by this whole thing i'm surprised everyone didn't just go nah we'll just release it ourselves thanks and we'll just upload it onto like youtube and facebook yeah Cheers. yeah like you don't need to be on the show floor or the only things you need are those like conferences but even then you do it in your own you rent a place and you go nuts get two people to film it and yeah i don't know um we've got a few psychonauts is on game pass now because um tim schafer just made recently a announcement saying that psychonauts 2 is still coming this year so no date but he said rest assured it's still coming and he made some smart ass comments about if i say something the overlords could probably end me but just know it's still coming. So then shortly after that, Psychonauts Part 1 was made available on Game Pass on Xbox. So that might be worth checking out for people who are not sure about what that whole thing is. Um, also, we've got Mario Party, two and a half years later, has now got an online mode. Yeah, yeah, I said that last episode, dude. Oh, did you? Yeah. I must have been gone. Well, Disco Elysium is coming <laughs> to the uh, Aussie PlayStation Network store now. Yeah. Uh, the PSN store. And it's going to be rated R18+. It was previously um, not rated for Australia. Like, they, they pulled it off and said that uh, we weren't allowed to have it here on console and you could only play the PC version. Mm. And the ruling was because they said, in the uh, review board's opinion, this game provides disincentives related to drug-taking behavior to the point where regular drug use leads to negative consequences for the player's progression in the game. I guess similar but, to Fallout.
0: It's just like Fallout where you can take too much and you get sick. Same with. Oh, it wasn't really like Cyberpunk, was it? No. Um, but as, as, no, as, but- as, other games that have had drug use, like. Oh, not really GTA, but. I'll, just trying to remember other games, but other games have had it. And it's like, oh, yeah, you take the drug and then you get sick or woozy
1: or whatever. So. I've,
0: yeah,
1: but yeah. Um, what was that one that looked like Bioshock but was not good? oh yeah we happy the few. happy faces we happy that's few. the one
0: yeah
1: uh that one was like banned in australia for a while because you could take drugs as a power up yeah in that so this is like i think this is this is saying that that is the reason that we're allowed to play it is because that oh. they are um they lead to negative consequences for players progression right. this is why we're now allowed to have it as of today okay. i think oh okay cool um also, I think we saw the—I uh, don't know if you guys all checked it out—but the new PS5 controllers designs. Yeah. Are, um, launching on June 18, and they look really pretty. One uh, is a uh, one looks like a Spider-Man cosplay, and, and one looks black I've, and good.
0: I've got a very special thing to show you guys right here. Just kidding! It's the normal white one. <laughs> but imagine this controller, but it's black. I'm so stoked for <laughs> the black one. <laughs> like how, Which one do you want? The, the black one. How how dirty nice. is it though that they wait six months to release that? Because six months,
1: I know. Six months after that, here comes the black PS5. You know it's coming. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And I love that it's like it's not a black and a red one. It's a black and a Spider-Man colored one. Like mm-hmm. it's so specifically. It's not official, but it looks so specifically spider y Yeah, surely Tuan is going to get that as soon as I said I want Tuan. Oh. He'd have to, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, our, our good friend Genghis Khan. I think he just got his PS5 today, actually. Yeah. So he must be. It must be on pre-order. I reckon <laughs> the second he saw it. Um, what else have we got here? Uh, Twenty years of Xbox is um, celebrating. So, f- like, all year, and it's uh, it's going to be on hashtag Xbox Twenty. If, like, check it out on uh, Twitter and stuff like that. They'll be doing. They haven't announced anything yet but hopefully some interesting stuff drops for all that Mm -hmm. so fingers crossed that's just kind of an ongoing thing but we'll have more news on that as it drops but yeah I think that's everything I've got on this side
0: okay cool alright well I'm gonna quietly push the outro button talk into it and then wait and boom (laughs) oh my goodness all right, so that's the news. Oh, I didn't say that before the thing, but anyway, that's the news. Um, so let's roll into the games we've been playing. So a couple of, couple of things here. Actually, looking at the games we've been playing list, it's all stuff that we've played before, but we're playing again in a different way. Yep, absolutely. We, we, which is actually kind of funny. So um, let's kick off with... You talked a lot just then, so I'll kick off of this. The Rust, yes. co- the Rust Console Edition... Is out now. Nice. Okay. Thoughts. Thoughts, uh, Callum. Okay. It's a weird one because there was three days of early access the last few days, mm-hmm. um, but I haven't been able to find an Australian server. Instead, I'm playing on American servers with 200 plus ping, which has made it kind of rough. Um, Ooh, okay. Okay. Um, I don't know. I don't know. So I'm hoping that in a day or so when like the official release, and it might even be today, I'm going to have to check that um the uh that um there are Aussie servers because if i have to play on american the whole time it ain't happening it no ha- it, it, it ain't gonna happen um so yeah i went into it with you know kind of like a, a little bit of optimism on my end i guess a little bit um you know hoping it'd be be all right you know it's something a bit different and And stuff. Now, straight away, as soon as I started playing I already knew what to do. I knew how the game worked. I've done 800 hours on regular Rust. So I I know how the game works, the rules of the game, the exploits of the game, which I have been doing on other players, and and little things like this, you know. So all that felt familiar. Straight up, though, I had to learn a new control scheme because I've been used to um, keyboard and mouse, right?
1: Yes, Um, of course.
0: But surprisingly enough it translates quite well onto the controller
1: are you able to use keyboard and mouse on the xbox version i don't know i'm playing on the playstation version at the moment Ooh. Oh, oh well same a, question a, different console and also it's all cross-played between
0: xbox and playstation as well so that's cool
1: what about on pc is that cross-play oh, as well, fuck no. The oh no
0: they wouldn't do it they wouldn't do it it's and um i'm going to explain why in a second it's also a on a different wipe cycle to pc oh
1: um, a different wipe cycle okay yes
0: yes um and things like that. So, yeah, I don't know. It's kind of a bit different. But, um, yeah, I, I felt the controls actually is probably the best part of the translation across. That it's very easy to get into your crafting menu, into your inventory. They've got pick everything up straight away um, sort of thing, uh, put everything down. It, it, it's very easy to use. It's, it's easy to build. I did building and stuff again. Um, so, again, it's quite easy to flip through your pieces you want to use and put down and remove, etc., so all, all that works really well. So I felt they did a great job like that. And, of course, the shooting is hold left trigger to aim, right trigger to, to shoot, you know, like in most shooting games and stuff like that. Um, yep. So I felt all that came along quite well. Now, one thing I was wondering about, would voice chat carry over and how would it work in game? Yes, it does. And all you do is, you you know, your big um, flap, um pad thing at the top of your PlayStation controller touchpad oh yep. yeah you just, touch yeah you just yeah you just push that to be able to talk in game to random players so it's still got that feel of, of talking to randoms and, and and stuff like that so I'm happy that's in it too because I was a bit worried it might not be
1: yeah and that seems like such a integral part of the culture or just that quirky mm-hmm. it's kind of like what I mean I, I know there's a whole bunch but it's it seems like one of those last standing multiplayer type games that are brave enough to do it yeah
0: yeah, exactly, because um, more and more it's getting taken out of games, so it's one of the last few standing where you can legit, yes, voice chat to anyone, which can be good and bad.
1: Yes, um, which, is, which is part of the risk you take. I used it in Halo.
0: Yeah. So now let's talk about the game itself, how it plays on console. Um, so the other week, Normal Rust got a huge graphic update. Like this amazing graphic update. It looks even better now. It looks really crisp really nice uh they just changed how some of the monuments look and just did did a full graphic overhaul for the month's patch so every month every month there's a patch and it adds something new to the game this one was a full graphics overhaul pretty much of the environment right okay yeah and it it, it looks great it looks really really nice like just just clean up things it just looks a lot cleaner just looks a lot nicer i'm sorry
1: is this on both versions No, no no no
0: on the pc version right Oh, so right. so, so okay. I thought they were doing this update to coincide with the console launch because I was expecting, wow, the console launch now is going to look friggin spectacular as well, you know, because they, maybe you've done something new in an engine or whatever with console and they go, yeah, we can translate that piece. Fuck no, no. Um, it's, oh, no. It, it's actually almost two visual jumps behind, if that makes oh, sense no. in terms of... So, so I've been playing Rust and now they've added the, the nicer looking one, but I think there was even a patch before that a while ago before I started playing. So it, it, it it's even worse looking Rust. I
1: oh, know.
0: Like the skybox and shit. And just little things like this. Don't look that great. Um, Okay, let's okay. go on to the other stuff. Then you get to opening the map. You open the map and you go like, oh cool. And then you look at it and you go, hmm, where the fuck's the oil rigs? So the oil rigs was content they added in one of the patches in... PC Rust, which is these giant oil rigs full of NPC scientists, and you go in there and and it, it does really good loot up there. Like these super strong bad guys come out, and you have to work as a team to take them down. You know, if you try and stand toe to toe with them, you'll die. You know, you got to do hit run tactics. You know, all this sort of stuff, right? Um, yeah. Really cool content. Uh, the only way to get out there is by a boat or chopper sort of thing, so it's hard to get out there. Um, you know, all this sort of stuff, right? Really cool content. Um, it's not in the console one. So I found out the console version is actually like a rust from a year ago. So over um, at the start of the year, they made some big changes. They did a whole change to, to how you learn how to craft things. So there is no tech tree anymore. Instead, you have to randomly find the blueprints, randomly research the blueprints, or find an item and put it through the research table rather than going down a tech tree. And I was like, what Oof. the what the fuck is this? So I'd, nev- <laughs> I'd never played Rust like this before, so it was a bit different. Then um, they added a whole train network underground in PC Rust. It's not in there in console Rust either. So it's like they've taken Rust from like a year or 18 months ago and just sort of plunked it on there for console people. So that's the really disappointing part.
1: Oh, no. So, so
0: what it shows is there'll be a lot of content to come, like the oil rigs, I think the cargo ship as well. I haven't seen that um as well um uh, the train tunnels um uh, the the change to the tech tree system all this stuff will come eventually but it's weird that they didn't start off with it and just keep it at the same sort of thing and just add 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 as you go um
1: down the track so yeah hopefully hopefully that would mean that maybe there's going to be a fast track to content drops maybe they want it to be more of like a you know, every three months or every month, even just like a little bit of mm. an upgrade. Maybe they've planned, but, but
0: that's on PC right now. It's every month you get an upgrade. So for, yeah, for well, example, for, for example, this year in rust at the end of last year, and this is what sparked a resurgence. There was a change for the tech tree right near the end of the year. Uh, yep. and then after that was the train tunnels and then we've had the, um, uh, the graphics update. So, and it's only May now. You know, and there's been two other mini ones in there as well, um, which weren't as big. But you know, we've had three major content patches in the last six months.
1: uh nice. Okay. Well, yeah. I'm hoping. I guess it means like it must take quite a bit to go from the um, the PC over to the console side of things, of like, mm. you know, game testing and all that. So maybe it's like, all right, let's take it back at least a whole year, and I don't know, maybe the predicting a a sort of snowball effect of like all right we can figure this out oh it's getting easier let's just start throwing things on because they did the same with minecraft you know and they continue to do so yeah in that it's like two years behind but it keeps upgrading and and it feels like when you jump on the whichever one you're jumping on you're getting these like incremental upgrades but i guess they're just like yeah like smashing the testing out on pc first the
0: the one thing i've enjoyed though is that there, there are some good players and you can tell who they are there is a lot of noobs on there, and it just makes it so funny griefing their bases. Can I just say that?
1: Of course it would. Like, I've done it. I've, I've,
0: I've done a bunch of times. Like there was a guy, and I found his base. And I went chase him, and he ran into his base, but he had no lock on the door. So I've just opened the door, and walked in, and killed him. I'm like, what are you doing? And then oh. then all these other people are running around with um, keys in their pockets if they're playing as solo, but the only reason you have a key if you're in a base with a friend, but at that stage, you go the other lock, which is a key code, right? So, a physical key. So, I've killed players and I found their physical key, then I'll go hunting for their base, and they'll have a lock and door, but now I've got the key for the door. I just walk straight on it. Actually, I got a fucking shock today, though. I killed a guy, found his key, I'm like, right, so this guy must be with, like, a maid, or maybe just by himself, he's made a key, and I went and found his base, and... I've walked up to door, opened it. There's two guys in there. I'm like, oh my god! I like ran out. I, I killed them both. I'm like, cool. Um, I took a little damage, so I went back to my base, healed up. I've come back. This is the bit that scared the fuck out of me. I'm like, let's go again. And I've approached the door, I've opened it. Five guys come out of this tiny two by two base. This time It was like a fucking clown car. All these guys, and they all come chasing me. <laughs>
1: I'm like, oh my god! What like, the
0: fuck, man? Where'd you all come from? And I killed four of them, <laughs> and one got me in the end. I'm like, oh, ah. God. But it was funny. It was still funny. Like, it just be dumb things like yep. that, you know. Um, uh,
1: did you record that? That would have been hilarious. No,
0: <laughs> but it was just, I just, scared the shit out of me. I made friends with some other guys, like four guys were living next to me, and they all had buckets on, and I went and spoke to them, like, don't kill me, I'm here by myself. To help me out with some things, which was really nice. So there's friendly players, and there's arseholes still on there, but... Yeah, it's, it's rust. Yep. Yeah.
1: Yep, it's rust. That's that's pretty much how those games go.
0: But yeah, um, it's cool that it's con- on console. Disappointing that
1: lack of features
0: compared to PC.
1: Yeah, okay. That's that's good to know. But I mean, I guess it's to be oh, expected.
0: Oh, and there's a major bug that you actually can't make gunpowder at the moment. So you can't make ammunition.
1: What the hell? So, so how do you? Yep. Are you just using bows and arrows?
0: Um, well, I found a couple of guns. So I used the bullets that, ca- that I found in the guns. Uh, and now I've ran out of those bullets. So pretty much using bows and arrows. Oh, my goodness. Oh, and then I made a shotgun. That came with one bullet. And I killed a, a guy of that, too. And I'm like, well, that was that was fun. Um, so, yeah. Wow. Um, mm. Okay.
1: Fair yeah. enough. Fair mm. enough. Uh, interesting, interesting.
0: Yeah, but I think the bug's been fixed, but I had still issues to it tonight, but I've got to look up what's going on. So, all right. Okay. So um, GTA 5 let's have a chat about that. You mentioned it in the news. Now, I actually jumped on it the other day for the first time, played some online for a bit. You've, hey. been, play- you've been playing some online as well. So let's have a discussion yeah, about GTA Five I've been, I've been 5 waiting online. for you to
1: play with us as well. Hello. Hello. I hope you'll play with us soon. Yeah. Hello. Yeah, you just got to invite me always you're always invited i can't actually uninvite you you just jump into my server and kill me that's how i know it'll be like oh callan's here it's fun though like the annoying thing about gta 5 is that it's still just wonderful there's a man there's a lot of content in that online mode there's so much to do like just so much to do every and we didn't even scratch the surface. Mm-hmm. Like, holy shit. Did yep. you even play the Tron one with us? Yeah, I played, Tr- to- I,
0: I played the Tron. So we played some mini games. There was one where you, you're in cars and knock each other off cliffs. Another one. Osumo. Oh, we- yeah, another one when you're on like uh, Tron motorcycles and, and you blow up the, the trail you leave behind. You kill other people out. Like that. But then with Ryan, yeah. with Ryan, I did one of the heists as well.
1: We oh, went- the heists we- are so
0: good. We went and did that and that was really cool multiplayer because, you know, one of these has to do certain jobs and the other one has to do certain things like we robbed this little bank and I had to take out the cameras and keep my, like the, the, um, the hostages sort of like, uh, what's the word? Like. I don't know. Just, just calm. Yeah, calm. Keep yeah, keep watch over them so no one would trigger the alarm. And then Ryan had to go in and drill the safe and get the stuff out. And then we had to do a getaway in a car and stuff. Like it was really fun. And I could imagine with four players on the bigger heists because uh, this was yeah. just the first heist we did. Um, it'd be really, really fun. Um, I've already seen hackers though in the game.
1: Yeah, same. Um, there's lots. There's l- even on even on console, but like yeah, on PC there's heaps. Yeah, yeah. I do all um, kinds of things, yeah,
0: which is really, really disappointing, but um, yeah, um, yeah, it was fun. Like, um, this guy killed me several times when I had no gun, and he'd just drive at me in his armored car with his machine gun, just gunning me down. So, I called him out and chat. Then, he found me on the map later on and just chased me the entire time for just so long.
1: Yeah, they'll do that. I just turn on to passive mode when that happens. and just we had, do my we, own thing. we had it on passive mode, and he kept chasing us. How? Shouldn't you be invisible?
0: I don't know. He was somehow following us. Maybe he was a hacker too.
1: Could be, could be. Damn. But yeah, it's still so much fun. And even the story content is actually really fun as well online. Mm-hmm. There's like a whole sequel to GTA 5 hidden in the online content. Like you can actually have a really good time even by yourself in that game. Like it's it's quite robust. If you yeah. if you literally don't feel like playing with friends or messing around with randos or even with friends, you can you can do it like co-op with like two, three or four, whatever. But even if you just want to play by yourself and and you've played through the first game three times, like most of us, then just turn it into um, passive mode and play through the actual missions and stuff, and it's actually like super entertaining.
0: Um, yeah, and the other thing is, you know, I used to harp on about the Cyberpunk map being one of my favorite maps ever. After going back into this, I'm like, fuck, the GTA 5 map's still good. And it's eight years old. Oh, it's untouchable, man. It's so
1: good. It's such a good map. Such a good map. And it's, it's just so big, but, like, well thought out. It's just this robust, beautiful thing. I don't know. Like, no wonder. There's no surprise that there's no sequel yet. Because that game is, like... Yeah, They haven't even squeezed everything uh, they just, can out of I it. I just
0: want to see what they're going to do with GTA 6. You know we're going back to Vice. You know. Just lines up GTA friggin' V1 for 6, and then they'll put C and E on the end, or the collector's edition, and it'll spell out Vice. It'll be fucking beautiful. And
1: uh, Yeah, we'll, yeah, that's we'll,
0: true. We'll be going back to Vice City for sure. People have been harping on about it since 2002 when it first came out, so...
1: Yeah, we've just been. for that we, title we, alone, we've been, it's worth
0: it. We've been back to um, Liberty City. We've been back to Los Santos.
1: Yeah, yeah. The only, the only downside with that is, like, I hope they change it a bit because the city itself is pretty boring. Like, just as a um, physical city, like, it was quite flat and like grid. You know what I mean? Like, just compared to like, oh it's not yeah, very yeah, hilly. But, but it's based oh. off Miami, and they did that quite well i felt yeah but i just mean like after we've got like like gta 5 is just so like oh yeah oh
0: it'll be vice city in surrounding areas for sure
1: yeah it'd have to be it's yeah it it was just like that's the least my least favorite thing about the vice city game is just the fact that that city was just quite bland uh physically just like Geo you know, geographically, I mean like it's yeah. an interesting, cool setting. Music was awesome, the vibe was cool. I don't think I don't
0: think I want it in like the eighties again, though.
1: Oh, you want a modern Vice City?
0: Yeah, so the city can have grown and changed. What's the point of playing? No, take us back. What's the No! No, 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 no. Yeah, okay, I- okay, back. okay, okay, okay. Here's some middle ground for you. Ready? Uh, what about it's set in modern day Vice City, but but there's large sections of the game, like big splits where you're playing in past Vice City back in the 80s for some reason. And the stories link up and, and connect in some weird way.
1: They do that way? Oh,
0: possibly. So you, you get both. You get modern Vice City, which has grown and and changed over 20 years. So they can do a lot bigger Vice City, as was there, they're almost trapping themselves in terms of what they can design. Whereas then if we have pass by city, then you can have that crazy vibrant eighties feel eighties music and all that cool stuff, all the disco and all that stuff going on again, which would be awesome. But then you're also doing stuff in modern day. So you can have a split between the two.
1: Uh, I reckon just, just fuck. two maps, bro. Just two, two maps, bro. But then which one would be online? Both. You get the choice on which <laughs> one you want to play on. Oh, that's so much work, but they might just do something like
0: that.
1: (laughs) I wonder if we'll get a female protagonist. Ah, but remember
0: how they added the Red Dead 1 map into Red Dead 2? You know, it's like, it could be almost something like that.
1: Ooh, could be. It could be. So,
0: just be really cool. And I think, I think this time they're going to, I reckon they'll go with create your own
1: protagonist, you know? No way. Not, not a chance. I bet everything I own on it. It'll be a lady then. Yeah, it might be it, or, or it'll be a few people or, again. But it's, or
0: you play her dad back in the '80s and her in modern day, or something like that.
1: Yeah, it could be something like that. It's just there's no way they would forego their characters. Like Rockstar are just masters at writing a character. That's true. I, I think you'd lose something if you could make your own. Yeah, absolutely. Those, that's like that's for games that can't write like Rockstar. Like those guys, just I don't know how they do it, but they they create. You know like oh okay what well, what's if it's something like cyberpunk
0: where you're still playing as V but you can change how you you look I don't know I don't know I don't think
1: so either no they just yeah they're like um you know I always say it that that it feels like they've that game was made by either aliens or time travelers who were from the future and came back because their tech is too good and part of that is their city, their AI, all the mechanics it's too good I don't know how they made that eight years ago and no one has been able to, like, stand up to it in, in a you know, that third-person space. And, mm-hmm. to, and no one can do, like, a single-player game with a multiplayer section where both are just as awesome and just as the, prevalent. You know, like, the only
0: thing that really lets it down, I think, it's the controls. It's still very clunky. It's so clunky now when you play it. Yeah, but
1: that that's fine because it's eight years old yeah yeah like it's so weird i mean mean, the looks of it still looks great like that's what i mean like that's that's the aliens or the people that made it from the time traveling stuff because that game could have come out today and i we would have reviewed it as nine out of ten uh except for the controls are a bit clunky you know that's we would have said something like that because we would have went this is the best open world you know it's still with the best like systems and ai uh, but yeah, I was just saying that their um, motion capture and, and acting is too good as well, which is yeah. why I don't think they'd let you change the face.
0: Yeah, okay. I see what I see what you mean, and I, yeah. I, I, I guess it helped in um, Cyberpunk that it was in first person that you never saw V's face.
1: Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, okay. That's true. I mean, you do in cutscenes, but it's like you lose something there anyway than having like a real actor in there. That's right. So, uh, the other game, let's talk about
0: is some Assassin's Creed. Now you went back to Valhalla and I did as well, but we both went back in different ways, quickly go into what you've been doing with
1: Valhalla. Yeah, mine is quick. Cause I just jumped back in. Um, and Valhalla has just been like, I've, I've got a list of games that I'm trying to just jump back in that I stopped playing for no other reason than something new and shiny came out that I wanted to play at, or that we were reviewing or something like that. And, um, that's Valhalla was at the top of my list. Like Cyberpunk was one I kept going back, finally finished it and I had like still got Watch Dogs. I don't know, I'm not really being pulled back to that, but specifically Valhalla, Spider-Man and Ghost of Tsushima are ones that I never got to um Oh, oh and and Crash Bandicoot 4. Hey, I really you, you, got, you got a
0: platter of
1: great stuff to play. Yes, yeah, so many And then once you games. once you finish all those you can go play Rust console edition. Once I finish all those? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, 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 but yeah so i went back into assassin's creed recently and it was you know like a little bit confusing as it always is to jump back into big new games but it was like it, it felt quite natural to slip back into it uh and i quickly figured out stuff and then i'm not doing anything quite special i haven't jumped not even into the river raids yet and that was like two dlcs ago mm-hmm. uh, so i haven't jumped into that and i have downloaded the island stuff but um i haven't done that yet and i'm just back into exploring the game slowly going through and doing the missions in between all our review games and streaming. Yeah, so, nice. Yeah. What about you?
0: Uh, I jumped in for the new del- DLC, Wrath of the Druids, which takes place in Ireland. Uh, it's nice. more its more not a continuation of the story. It's more like a side story. Um, so you could actually jump into it whenever you want at this stage now. Because you've actually progressed. Because I know where you're up to in the game. You've actually progressed enough. You have to pretty much complete one story region in England. And then you're allowed to go to Ireland. If you yeah, want Yeah, nice. Now, I think you're better off saving it until you get to the end. Cause it just yeah, feels, I'm going it, to. It feels like this new, faraway place you can go to. Everyone's like, oh, i just go back to Ireland again, you know? Um, yeah. And, yeah, so I'm, I'm happy I've jumped into it now. I guess the one thing is it is very green, again, with Rolling Hills. But it's more colourful in some ways, like deeper greens and, and, and things. You, you'll see when you get there.
1: Um. Okay, so is it like the Witcher DLC where it just got like saturation turned up? Mm,
0: maybe a little well, I haven't explored all of the um all of Ireland yet. I've only been parts of it. Um yep, yep. yeah, been at Dublin and, and places like that. Uh they um turns out the map size it's it's three regions, but they're pretty big regions. Mm-hmm. Um and in terms of of I think it's three or four, maybe it's four including no, it's four including Dublin, I think. Yeah. Um, but okay. they've actually blocked off the real west part of it. There's a, this area on the west of Ireland and the south of Ireland as well, um, which I was disappointed with because I, I think, in terms of my geography, I could be wrong here, over on the west side is where... Well, I know Galway is on the west side, but I I might be in the game. I don't know. It depends how wet, far west it is. But then Galway might not have existed around in 1200 so yeah um uh, yeah look i'm i'm not far into it but it follows the same sort of style but there's some cool new things you can you build up these little extra encampments where it gets you resources and you can trade those resources in for things and that's kind of kind of fun and cool um there's new weapons i haven't gotten any of the new sickles the the sickle weapon that they've added Uh, i haven't gotten one of those yet um but there's new gear dropping, like, new clothes and all that. Same upgrade system, uh, et cetera. And the enemies scale with you now uh, in this new part. So, like, you could go there and fight enemies your strength, and I go there and I fight them my strength sort of thing.
1: Oh, so it's not regional. No, no, mm-hmm. no. Interesting.
0: So, yeah, when you make the choice and when you go back later on, if you're stronger again, then the enemies will be be stronger to go with you again as well. So it's not like you go out there and it goes, all right, right. got to be power level 420 to come out here or whatever it's not like that at all yep um and yeah and there's some new skills and things have added in as well that you learn through the books and all that um but it's a cool little DLC what I'm really looking forward to after playing this though is going to be the tonal shift in the Siege of Paris
1: um, yeah ju- just
0: being in like because you know Ireland does have these very uh similar feels to England in some ways right while I feel like Paris and the siege of Paris, like they're going to make Paris pretty damn big, I reckon. Um, yeah. And uh, it'll be the surrounding well, areas have, as well. They have a Paris
1: backbone anyway. True. But in the year 1200, was Paris that big? I don't think it was. Who knows? But I mean, they have so much land. So when you say they're going to make it big, I think it's going to be easy just having that skeleton to use. I don't know. I don't develop games, but I feel like having those yeah. assets already might help.
0: Yeah, but it'll be a very... Because it'll be like a Paris 500 years in the past from what we played in Unity.
1: Yeah, that's true. But how much did the earth move? No, no, I mean, but the buildings.
0: Like, the buildings in, you you know, Paris is quite developed in Unity. Um, Yeah. uh, But But you just highlight,
1: delete. (laughs) Yeah, I
0: I know. Except for, like, the Eiffel Tower, which wasn't built until, like, 1901. Um, Yeah. So, you know, like, the Louvre and all that was there. Like... Notre Dame would probably have been there back in twelve hundred, but the Louvre I don't think it was.
1: No. So there'll be no, some no.
0: things there, some things not. It'll be it'll be interesting anyway. It'll be interesting. That's and they call it the Siege of Paris. Now, will it be one of those things that the whole map is Paris and slowly as we go we open up more of the city? Oh, it's gonna be an interesting one. And will it take place uh, like after the end of the story to finish off the Valhalla story? Or is it going to be like the Ireland D- DLC and be a side thing that you can go there after you've done three regions, for instance? I don't, I don't know. It's, it, that, I think that's going to be quite interesting to see what Ubisoft... I hope it's a
1: continuation.
0: I hope it is too, because that's what I loved about um, the Atlantis DLC. And you know what? The Atlantis DLC was... Oh, no. Same with the story of the first Blade as well. That was, actually, that was a big continuation as well. Yeah, it was. It, yeah. Yeah. Um, so those were great. So we'll, we'll see. We'll see what they go with. All right. En- enough about all the games we've been playing. Uh, we should talk about the new game. We should. Uh, all right. So we're going to go into our review of Resident Evil Eight Village. Boom, boom, uh, That's where big scary noises go. But we're not going to put any there because we're lazy tonight. So we're going to go straight. Big
1: scary, very good. Big
0: scary, very good. All right. We're going to go straight into it here. All right. So Resident Evil Village or Resident Evil 8, however you want to pronounce it, uh, is developed and published by Capcom. Uh, again, this is, follows on from 7. It's a first-person game again, like 7 was. Um, you play as Ethan Winters, who played in 7, and it continues yep. his story as well. And also, um, Chris Redfield is in the game again, like he was at the end of 7 as well. Um, but yeah, yeah. Um, this one is set in um, in Europe this time, in, like, sort of, like, Eastern Europe in, like, a small town. Uh, I won't go into how you get there and things like that. Um, I'll, yep. leave, I'll leave that for the people. But most of the game uh, takes um, place around this creepy village. And there's, like, all these werewolf-like creatures and, and vampire-like creatures and all these sorts of scary things that you've got to, to survive against. Um, yeah. So, like Seven, as I said, it's in first person. And Resident Evil games are known for their horror and survival-like games. And and this is like that again in that um, there are lots of horror elements in the game and you've got to survive this scarce ammo, you know, um, not much healing, etc. And you've got to survive to get through through the game. Um, look, it, it, it looks very pretty. Um, it's an upgrade on 7 to obviously going with the RE engine again.
1: Yeah, and very pretty is like... Uh, like an understatement this game looks freaking gorgeous oh, like I, I, stunning. I
0: love this RE engine like what they did yeah, with yeah. With, it's with so with, pretty with um seven the two remake the three remake and now eight like it's it, just,
1: what it, an engine
0: it's such a good engine and I'd love to see more studios uh utilize it honestly I, I
1: know and just that they can do it with like third person and first person mm-hmm. like and that it handles so beautifully it feels really cool it's and it runs buttery smooth and it looks just so good like ridiculously good yeah it, it does
0: uh we played it on the we played the ps5 version we should say in this review but it uh it is out on xbox ps4 and pc as well but yes um again yeah it's in first person so you've got to survive against um different creatures so you get guns and stuff you get pistol shotguns uh sniper rifle uh some melee weapons as well. Um, yeah, and, and sure, doing the
1: usual inventory shifting. If, oh
0: yes, you do the uh, the inventory Tetris game where you get a, a limited amount of inventory space, which you can actually purchase bigger inventory spaces in the game as you go. Yeah. So it doesn't really become an issue because uh, it's quite generous. There is no um, endless boxes this time. You know how those those boxes that you could just store shit in. There's none of that. So if you're full up, you're gonna have to sell something or discard something. So you have to make choices. But pretty much, Damn. I looked at it and went, "Hmm, you can pretty much w- once you got all the upgrades for your bag, you can pretty much squeeze most stuff in and a couple of healing pots." So, yeah, uh, just, Damn, oh, you good. just, just got to be clever in the way you actually lay out things. Yeah, um, of course. And yeah, you know, it works as a first-person game. Uh, left trigger aim, right trigger shoot, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, along the way. Um, but yeah, you explore a few different locals. As I said, the village the village is very cool. It's like the central hub almost. And you come and go from the village multiple times. And as you come back to the village, new areas unlock for you as you get different keys and things like that. And your traditional Resident Evil style. Uh, there's a few puzzles around, optional puzzles um, as well. And they do great puzzles. And I enjoyed the puzzles in this. None were like ball-breakingly hard. But I still found them to be enjoyable you know, and I I, I, think, yeah. I, think they sit at the right level, that they're not super easy. Like, some I've got pretty quick, but at the same time, I'm like, oh, some people might struggle with this. Um, but then, they're not ball-breakingly hard that you're sitting there having to Google on what to do, with. I think they're at a good, solid level, the puzzles.
1: Yeah, it's not that they're hard. I, I just find, sometimes I find them just a bit chory in, like, in the fact that they're not hard. It's like, oh, I, I obviously see what I have to do for this, but it's just gonna it's gonna take more time than I I just want to get on with it yeah there's something about there's something about Resident Evil that the puzzles never clicked for me because in in puzzle games you're like all right the point is the puzzle so I'll give it all my thoughts and, mm-hmm. and attention whereas in Resident Evil everything looks so cool and the actions so cool and the enemies are so cool then you stop at a puzzle and you're like ah get out of here I just want to get to the next bit. Yeah. And then you're like running to the next room and getting a thing and twisting it around and running to the next room. And um for me personally, that's the only thing that holds me back. Like they're not, like you said, they're not like ball breakingly hard or anything, but they're always just I just it it frustrates. And it's got nothing to do with this particular and It's just a resident evil thing in general for yeah. me. It's just like those games are the it's a funny problem. The problem is they're too fun outside of the puzzles as well. I just want to get into that. I I like more the survival and how many bullets do I need and uh, which gun should I use for this section and who's going to jump out at me? And then suddenly they're like, aha, but you don't have the triangle key. I'm like, ah, damn it.
0: (laughs) Um, So, yeah, um, in terms of the weapons and things I spoke about before, um, they've got an upgrade system in this game, like for, they've got like a merchant. He's called the Duke in this. It's this big guy um, that runs around in this little... Van, not a van, just this little horse cart thing. It always pops up yep. randomly throughout the game. I don't know how he gets around. He's very sneaky. But um, So best. the game rewards exploration. So you find bits like money, etc. And then you can use that money to upgrade your guns or buy more ammo, buy new guns and things like from the Duke. Um, so you make choice. Yep. You make choices on what you want to use and what you want to upgrade, etc. And you put your money into what guns you enjoy. And all that, and you, you find new weapon parts throughout the game, which will make your guns better. It might do a bit more damage. It might be less recoil. Just, you know, you, you, your usual stock standard sort of sort of stuff. Oh, bigger ammo um, cases, etc., which is always fantastic. Very good. Faster reloading, which is always great.
1: Because it just yes.
0: drops that tension factor a bit. So, um, yeah, I spoke about the village, but there's other places you go. There's, like, um, there's a big scary castle. Um, which has got the vampire lady, isn't it? Plus um, big lady. Um,
1: right. And is that what the uh, the demo was that dropped? Uh, like yeah.
0: Last part of it was in the castle. Yeah. Yeah. So that's mm. just one part of the game, uh, which is lady, yeah. lady D and friends. Um, and yeah, um, there's also... Uh, so she also plays a role much like the the, um, the tyrant or, or Mr. Um, was it Mr. T or whatever i the, the big guy from uh, Resident X, Evil... Mr. X? Mr. X from Resident Evil 2. Mr. T. I call him Mr. T. I don't know why. Like, we used to... I think it comes from Resident Evil 2, the original. I used to play with my mates. We used to call him the, yeah. gi- call him the giant or tyrant, etc. So... Yeah, that um, makes sense. Yeah, um, so uh, so Mr. X or Nemesis style, how they follow, like they follow you around, and you got to hide and get away from them. And it's, I thought it worked okay. I wasn't that scared of her chasing me. Though I got it around her pretty quickly. I thought it was going to be a bit scarier when she's like a bit more tense.
1: Yeah, but I guess she got memified so much before the game got released. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that kind of ruined it. If you didn't yeah. know who she was and then you jumped in, I think yep. that's that's what the design concept is but they yeah. didn't realize how like just hardcore of a meme she would become so quickly that you're kind of almost excited to see her you're like oh goody yeah vampire lady is chasing yay, me again vampire, hooray yay. yeah um, it's like i want to go see her
0: but yeah also there's a uh, apart from the castle though uh, there is um like this um old water wheel area like a water plant almost um, there's like this um, big factory as well, which is kind of a different feel to it to like where else, where else you've been in the game. And yeah, there is okay. there is also um, uh, and it, there's this house as well, this little house that you go to for for a part of the game. Um, uh, I'm just gonna say right here, that was the scariest fucking part of that entire game. That was. That was, yeah. that was big nope moments, left, right, and center. Um, I know you haven't played up to that point yet. No, I haven't reached um, that one. I actually implore you even to get to that bit and go yep, through it. Yeah, okay. Um, and if you don't want to do the rest of the game, that's, that's cool. I, I legit implore you to do this. It was the scariest sort of gaming I've had in a long time. Like oh, That was some freaky nope stuff and I was like, mm-mm. <laughs> wow! Yeah, yeah, okay. it was it was it was pretty scary stuff, um, pretty freaky, and, so, and I thought it was really well done. And they, Capcom spoke about how to actually turn down the scares in this because some people were a bit freaked out by some of the gruesome stuff in part seven. But I don't know, man. Like,
1: 7 really? like, well, I it wasn't scary. No,
0: no, seven was more. Um, oh, you know, you know the movie
1: Saw, that sort of horror. Yeah, it wasn't hot. Yeah, it was just gross. Yeah, like, like yeah, yeah. Well, while while well, like, well, well, this
0: house and this thing was genuine, creepy, scary stuff.
1: Damn. Okay. So
0: it, it's a really cool thing. I won't say any more than that, but it was a really, really awesome. I think it was my favorite part of the game, as well as the actual village. But this just yep. particular house area. And so it's, it's a multi-story house. It's got. It, it's a. It's a good size sort of thing. Like. Maybe not as big as the Baker's house from seven, but it's there's still a bit in there to do. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Cause it's yeah. that
1: as well as so much other content.
0: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So yeah, I thought that was uh, I thought that was really cool. Um, but yeah, the design has got that very gothic feel to it, and it's like it feels like it's taken a lot of cues from four, which is like everyone's favourite Resident Evil sort of thing. Yes. That yep. was there's all, a real
1: four vibe in this.
0: It was all four was also set in Europe as well, and ju- it's just yep. And 4 had scary villages, and this has scary villages. 4 had a wandering merchant. This has a wandering merchant. There's a lot of parallels there, you know? Yeah, Um,
1: absolutely. This does feel like a bit of a spiritual successor.
0: um, I thought the sound was great. I thought they did fantastic the sound. sounds really good. Creaking floorboards, you know, scary monsters in the distance. All this sort of stuff adds to the atmosphere. I think that's what... There's a lot of this game. The atmosphere in the game is very important. I think they do that very well
1: yeah like just those like even early early on with the the hanging birds and Mm -hmm. the hanging goats heads and whatnot just just kind of it's like it's just a village but there's these other things around that make it just like creepy and Mm -hmm. you're just like what is that and then the distance it's like you can't quite make it out and you get closer and there's like there's like a whole section of it and like a lot of cool design choices to, to just set a mood and, and like a yeah. vibe and yeah, atmosphere, absolutely.
0: Yeah. Um, so do you, do you want to give us a little wrap up on your thoughts, etc.
1: Now, like I said, I'm, I'm not the biggest uh, Resident Evil fan. So um, I always have a bit of trouble getting into these games, but this one immediately grabbed me in just that it's like, there was, I don't know what the scary atmosphere version of the word charm is, but there was something in there like that. The I, I'd, like, I'd say horror
0: atmosphere. Could you could use like the, the, the atmosphere. Yeah, I think it's. You say charming with like a charming game. We think of is something like. Um, I'm trying to think of something really charming we've done recently. Um, I mean, like.
1: Oh, no. So you say like Stardew Valley or something is, or is poke,
0: charming. Oh, Pokemon! Pokemon! Uh, Let's go, Snap or whatever it was. Snap two. That was charming. I, I guess Kirby's a, char- yeah. a charming game. I think, I, I, I think Ratchet and Clank, which is coming out in, in a month's time, will be quite a charming game too. I think this is very atmospheric in the way it presents itself.
1: Yeah, but there's also, that, that, I don't know what it is, but there's just like this really thin layer of campiness that, that um, Resident Evil puts in that is still like this underlying thing that it's aware of itself. And I really, I like that feeling. Mm. So that's really cool. And I'm, the enemies are just really refreshing for me. And I really enjoyed that. Just I, you know, like reading all the reviews and stuff, I was like, I had a feeling it was going to feel this way, but it's so nice. Like, I guess Seven was a bit like this to just be in there and, and be like, hunted by werewolves and vampires and just like old school sort of that kind of thing instead of just more zombies, mm-hmm. you know? so that was really cool it felt good the aiming is just really weird for me personally I've just never liked it because of Resident Evil stuff and I don't know if that's this game specifically but I don't know why Mm -hmm. but it's like intentionally hard to aim or like Mm -hmm. and you know it might be just a get good situation but I'll play other first person shooters and feel just so much more confident yeah so it's like it makes me feel worse because there's like hardly any ammo as well. So mm-hmm. for me, that kind of brings me uh, frustration instead of tension. So there's a fine line there, and th- that with the puzzle thing personally is just kind of what throws me off. But everything else, like despite my feelings towards Resident Evil games in general, this game really pulled me in, and uh, like I really enjoyed my time with it. So I'm not, I'm definitely not far enough to be comfortable to give it a score though personally. Oh but, okay. Uh, um, yeah, unfortunately, but it's it's quite high, yeah, in my opinion, for a Resident Evil game in in the Carl universe. W- what's, so you, what, what's your What's view to just randomly give it a score? I'd probably give it like like very very high sevens or you know like, okay All or right. a low eight something okay. like like a okay. seven point okay. eight or something like that. Right.
0: Yeah. Um. So yeah. Um. A few things from my end. I thought it was a little short. Uh, but most oh, m- okay. most Resident Evil games are. Uh, I think I did it in about eleven hours, but um, there's lots of replayability. A lot of people are doing speed runs and stuff. You can do it in a couple of hours, actually, if you know what you're doing. Yeah, our uh, friend
1: Dylan did it in like just over two, two, and, a, and, a half. two and a
0: half. I think the world records two o two at the moment, uh, wow. but that's on the hardest mode with a knife, I think. Oh my god! <laughs> well, how do people? Do I don't this? know, man. I don't know. It's insane. Like this. Is, like, cause you, you unlock a harder difficulty when you finish the game. Not, not really a spoiler. Oh. They normally have this in Resident Evil. There's like a harder difficulty again, and yeah, and you can do that and finish finish it in a couple of hours with just a, using a knife, no guns, just knife only.
1: God, I don't even know. I know. I mean,
0: I know. Yeah, I, I don't know man, I don't know I, I, You I'm know confident. what, I tried watching some speedrun videos I'm like, the hell, what? But anyway, um, yeah um, uh, There is lots of replayability as I was saying uh, There's lots of challenges in the game you can do One of the challenges is finish it in under 3 hours Which Dylan did Then another challenge is actually finish it only with a knife So it'll be interesting if Dylan does that one He's finished it already 3 or 4 times So he's done a few playthroughs um, oh, damn. Um, But yeah, there's lots of replayability Um um, what Some things I didn't like, I felt um, I explored so much in this game because I like to collect things and find things and secrets. Yeah. I, st- I still miss shit when you walk through that wrong fucking door and you can't go back. And you're like, oh. why? Why? That was, we
1: had that issue in Last of Us Part 2. Yeah,
0: yeah. That was it's like, like you're just exploring, you're like, oh, what's in here? Oh, what? I've locked that whole section off. What? I can't go back there for the rest of the fucking game now. Cool. Yep. Thanks. Yep. I was trying to take every room blue, but no, we've got one red room back there. Cheers, assholes. Like I Yeah. Mm, there was several times like this happened to me. I was like, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, so uh that was a bit that I didn't like that. Uh that's well, I feel like most of the stuff you should be able to get back to, you know? Like yeah. like like I understand locking off some parts of the for the areas for, for story reasons and that make it so there isn't some cool shit in there or whatever. Anyway, um and also some bits in the end of the game changed in tone for me. I'm not gonna go into it. I didn't really like where that went, but that's my opinion. Um, yep. look this is um I thought it was a very good game, we are giving it a nine point three. Um, I think I, nice. it's, it's my favourite game I've played this year that's new so far um, uh, and I'm looking okay. forward to part 9 because they've actually said that 7, 8 and 9 is a trilogy ah uh, okay and so I'm looking forward to see what happens in the final trilogy of this story that they've sort of set in motion through 7 um, so yeah um, and again I think it'll be a first person game so I think we'll get Resident Evil 4 remake and then we'll get Resident Evil 9 After that,
1: wow! It's it's such a strange lineage because I feel like one, two, and three was a trilogy, and I feel like in the vibe four stands alone, and then five and six was like yeah a one and two yeah people like people like
0: five and six five and six are the most hated in the franchise.
1: Yeah, which is weird because I loved 5. I loved <laughs> 5 too. I yeah, really did. Yeah, it was so much fun. Yeah, I didn't play 6 because everyone just hated on it so much. Yeah. But I, I bet you we might like it. We should try it one we day. We should try it one day. I um, loved 5 so much. I
0: did too. I really got a kick. Because you know what? You could play co-op the entire game. And it was oh, really yeah. fun. Yeah, It was really fun. Yeah, I did that. And I forgot the oh enjoyment God. I
1: got out of it, actually. Um, yep. so yeah. So Maybe but- we should do a Resident Evil 5 playthrough as co-op. Just uh-huh. cause.
0: Uh, just cause. Bang, bang. No one would watch. Uh, no one would watch. What about 6? Oh, I actually want to play 6 to see what the hell happened there. Um, I played a bit of it, but I didn't. Uh, there was reasons, but I won't go into that. Anyway, yes, I gave it a 9.3. And that's where we normally, nice. that's where we normally have scary music, but we don't have it this time because I'm lazy this <sighs> week. <sighs> Alright, folks. Uh, anyone in chat, can you drop questions in real quick as we do our little promo spiel? We we don't want to be out this too much longer tonight. I'm pretty pretty yes. exhausted. But if you guys could quickly drop some questions in there while I do the little promotion spiel that we always do. If you
1: have anything, yes, yes.
0: Um, so um, yeah. Um, well, I was gonna say game train. You can find it all places like uh, Podbean, where we host, is also on iTunes, Spotify, all those great places. You can listen. So go check it out. There's lots of episodes up there, folks. Um, also, um, oh, that's right. Podbean actually sent me a badge the other day saying, Hey, congrats on episode on over a hundred episodes. And I'm like, I haven't published episode hundred yet. How'd you know?
1: Oh, that's nice. Well, but, we
0: but hit a hundred was like a few ago, we, we hit a yeah. hundred episodes a while ago because of all the mini ones we did. I'm like, why didn't you guys send me this like 20 episodes ago when we technically yeah. had a hundred posts up there. But anyway, that's it, weird. It, was, it was so nice. That was quite nice. Um, yes. Uh, also on Twitter at game train talk. So I'm on Twitter quite a lot these days. So you can normally find me on there posting random stuff each day or, or whatever. Um, Facebook, 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 Facebook.com slash game train podcast. Uh, and also Instagram at game train podcast. And Carl, uh,
1: you can find me on Twitch on the underscore lyrical where I'm up doing, uh, I'm on there every weeknight from 9pm Australian Eastern Standard Time and doing music and games most nights, except Monday is Mario Kart Monday. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at The Lyrical, Facebook at The Lyrical Official, and you can find me on Twitter at underscore the underscore lyrical underscore.
0: Nice. Um, I'm also on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Game Train Twitch. I forgot. I'm hardly on here at the moment. Yes.
1: But go it's follow. me. yeah. It's, it's hard. I was gonna sometimes. say it's it's weird that you should. Um, I always think, oh, he doesn't have to say that because we're right here on Twitch. But it's like, no, this is for our podcast listeners. Yeah, you definitely should tell them about Twitch. Yeah,
0: for when I eventually publish this, actually, I'll put them all up this weekend
1: when I've got some time to do Ooh, so. Yes, episode dump. Nice.
0: Correct. Um, all right. Any questions there, folks, at all? Or if not, we'll just probably move on this week because we have been going Pardon me a while tonight. And Carl wants to
1: get away to yes. his stream. I got to kick off tonight doing more music. Actually, let's sit here and ask Carl lots of questions. Um, wow. I will just sign off, I've, my friend.
0: I've got a few. All right. Okay.
1: Let's Do
0: you like I just, fun?
1: All right. No, you
0: here we go. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. He's gone, folks. Good. I come back. Um. All right. Okay. We'll skip the questions this week, guys. If you're in chat, remember, um, have questions ready because we normally ask for Miranda's time. Uh,
1: also, for anyone listening uh if you're never in chat and you just listen to these you can still send in questions the old school way and send them to us on um facebook at uh, game train podcast yeah or, or, or twitter wherever, or, yeah. or twitter on game train talk anywhere yeah where you can find game train you can yeah. just send in random questions and we will uh talk about those in the next episode Exa- anything exactly exactly all
0: right so uh I, I guess we'll roll into the end of the episode the lame love heart train are you ready
1: I am okay, here, so ready. Here
0: we go, lame train. Let's uh, let's do this.
1: Okay, what's your lame train? My my lame train I just figured out before was just it's it's not a big one, but it's just that I was very excited to play Death Loop Talon. Oh no! I was very, very excited. Oh, that, that whole, that was whole really
0: conversation was so dumb. You are like Callan Deathloop's out tonight. I'm like, how the fuck did I miss this? I haven't missed the release that big before in years. Like I normally have an idea when something's. I'm like, how did this sneak up on me? And I'm sending, yeah. I'm sending Carl memes. Going, what? what, what, and then I googled it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and then <I> googled it. <laughs> September. Oh, it, just just a delay that i completely missed on yeah um and because uh, I, I don't know to me it seems weird that it's coming out that late because of the bethesda acquisition with um xbox because this is a playstation exclusive so i i always just assume oh they're gonna come out now-ish yeah let's get all that out of the way that one and the, and the tokyo one you,
0: you know don't be interesting if Ghostwire. Ghost Ghostwire is the other one, yeah. Um Ghostwire Tokyo. But do you know what it'd be interesting if and there's weird rumors, but I don't I don't think it's happening this year. And I think you'll agree with me is Starfield. Nah. Nah. But I exactly. I'd put a hard no on it. But rumors are still circling it's gonna be out this year. And I'm like, how weird would that be if that dropped this year? Xbox exclusive, but then the other two are PlayStation exclusive. It's just really weird. It's a really weird tra- so transition It's a really weird transition time. Um for yep. me, um actually that leads straight into my lame train when I just say that. Uh Joel ready wherever you are out there, Lantre, hello. I know you're out there, mate. I know you're out there. Uh you're still not then the transition to the podcast, mate. You're lame trained again. You're welcome, yeah. Joel. It's gonna keep happening, Joel. And I didn't have a good one this week, so I just went with Joel again. It was an easy hit.
1: Nice. Okay, that works. That works for me.
0: Yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay, here we go. Love Train.
1: What did you love this week? Uh, This week I loved going back and playing Assassin's Creed. And it wasn't just because it was Assassin's Creed. It was like, it's the first time in a long time that I jumped on that TV back there and used my 4K, k beautiful TV for more than just showing that logo. Yes. And I actually like turned out all the lights and just sat down and like no streaming, just me and a video game. And I was just a Viking for a few hours of you know each day. And it, it was really awesome and sort of connected to my lame train is I don't mind, I don't so much mind these delays and all these, like everyone's saying there's this big drought at the moment and where's the new content for the new consoles. And I'm good. Like you heard my list, you know, I've, I've still got like Crash Bandicoot, which I can't wait to get back into Ghost of Tsushima, which is now 60 frames a second and 4k at the same time. It's been updated. Uh, and I still want to go back into Spider-Man and I can't wait to like, mate, all, I, we got, all because you're all too
0: slack to finish all the games last year when they came out, you can't say this and go, Oh yeah, but it's not too bad. The rest of us are sitting here
1: bored, man. Yeah. Well, this is great. Fucking sorry guys. I'm having the like, time. Like of my we're life, gonna yeah. we're gonna hit
0: this time next year when the droughts are in effect again, which is kinda like around this time at each year it feels. Yep. And you'll be and like I'll be smashing
1: you, halo. No, you'll be like
0: no, no, you'll be like, man, I'm back in a ratchet and clank again. This game is so good. Uh,
1: yeah. <laughs> yep. I'm just, you know, like I I can never smash it because there's always so much going on. But I, I love that. That's my love train. Is I feel like there's always this hot new release just around the corner. Do you know when I when I finish or or get through Assassin's Creed Valhalla? Did you know there's a brand new Crash Bandicoot and Spider-Man game? And probably a new Assassin's Creed Creed as well. No, I just mean like the normal Spider-Man. For me, that's like that's still new. I'm gonna play that after. Like it's this game I'm looking forward to, and like. Uh. I already, I've, it's, I feel like I played the demo for all these games because I play like the first 20%. Mm-hmm. I'm really excited. But yeah, I've been loving just playing video games for me again nice. lately. It's been uh, really fun. So I, actually,
0: I like that too. I, I actually did that the other day too, sat down not on, on stream. Most stuff I had been on stream with, uh, except for Rust for that big period. But um, I actually sat down and played Assassin's Creed and something else off stream as well. It was actually kind of refreshing in a way. Yeah um you you absorb the game differently i feel Uh, absolutely but yes um my my love train is that i uh i got a new desk chair and it's really comfortable and squishy
1: nice oh there's a scary person back there (laughs) Uh, so yeah my my chair feels very comfortable so i'm loving that oh that's good Yep. It's good. Getting a new guest desk chair is Well,
0: just... my, my one was six years old. All, all the stuffing had worn out of it and was falling apart, so...
1: That's too old.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, so all right. sneaky. All right, here we go. You ready for Hype Train? Ooh, am I.
1: Okay, what are you hyped for? This is a weird one, and I don't want you to get excited. This is my Hype Train, so just leave me alone but i'm actually really hyped for the uh, the ps5 update for final fantasy 14 next week on tuesday which is the 25th of may uh they they're dropping like the first kind of it's it's sort of a beta but it's like uh it's the new upgraded version for the for the new generation of consoles and i'm actually Kind of excited to jump yeah. in and have a look around and, and walk around a bit. I yeah. think
0: I might have to re download it because we've got N
1: Walker coming out this year and I'm bloody excited. Yeah, man. I, that's my hype. I strangely was like wondering what I was hyped about and I'm like, yeah. oh my god. It's yeah, Final we'll, Fantasy go, we'll download again. that
0: and we'll jump back on that because that's something we, we played together.
1: Yeah, I love that. Oh, I love um, also in news, dungeons. we forgot to mention
0: it. There's oceanic servers coming to Final Fantasy 14.
1: Oh my god. Um,
0: they won't be in until patch 6.1. So the new expansion will release, and then we'll have a major content patch. So we're probably looking at, with Endwalker coming out, what was it, August? We're probably looking at maybe December, January, but there'll be free transfers across to the new oceanic realms. So I think we transfer when we get the chance eventually.
1: Sick.
0: Yeah. So that's really, really, really cool. I think that, I think that's great for Aussies and their ping out it I think the game runs great as it is with the current ping, like because we don't really PvP. Yeah. We don't really PvP, and I think it's fine for PVE. Um, the, yeah, it the, is the current ping, but it'll still be it's nice. It's not an action game anyway. Yeah, no, look for and for those that like that sort of stuff, it, it, it'll be nice and yeah, um, and all that. But anyway, uh, for me, it is this little window of the year. Um, when um, the E3 rumours start to drop. I get hype around this. Oh, yes. I love I love the juicy E3 rumours. Just the dumb stuff like Starfield to be announced and come out this year and and and, and GTA 6 will be there. Just all this dumb shit, but it's fun. It's yep. ho- It's hype. It gets yep. you in the spirit. And I saw someone post on Twitter the other day that, shit, E3 is like a couple of weeks away. What the hell's going on? Like, normally there's... Big build-up industry-wise, but again, because of COVID, it's a digital-only event, et cetera. Um, so it's a bit of a different build-up again. But it's it's that time when those, those cheeky rumours start coming out. So I'm hyped to see what the little rumours are. Not for E3 itself yet. They'll come soon. But I'm hyped to see the little tidbits that come out like, the, the, the cheeky Ubisoft screenshot from whatever game, and you go, oh, yep. they've done it again! It's around that time that it all happens. Yeah, now, yeah. the so. key
1: ring or some stupid yeah, thing yeah. dropped <laughs> the keyring. <laughs> yep, yeah, exactly. Any so, minute now, we'll get our new key ring. Yeah,
0: so there's gonna be a couple. There's gonna be dumb rumors flying over the next couple of weeks, but it's fun. It's and, yeah. and, that's and, a good one. And you take it all with a grain of salt. If it's true, it's true. If it's not, well, you know. Um, I know yeah. some people get very, very worked up over it, though. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. All right, guys. Thank you all for tuning in for episode 102 of Game Train. Uh, next time, we're going to do this one next week, Carl, because I'll talk to you about in terms of what we've actually got to hit in the next couple of weeks. Because actually, we talked about the drought, but it's kind of a weird time at the same time. Uh, mutant. we are reviewing that next week.
1: Yes. That's right. The uh, yeah.
0: the open world little cat game where you play as the little uh, the little mutant cat. Yeah. Um, We'll have a lot to say on that next week. Are we sure it's open world? Uh, I call it an open world. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. You and I, <laughs> mate, yeah, you can't say too much at the moment,
1: mate. I'm just wondering, oh, you yeah, know, depending yeah, on what we've yeah, seen. Yeah, yeah, I can't yeah,
0: say. It looks pretty cool. Um. But yes, that's uh, that's so there'll that, cool. be a the review next week. And then I think the f- following week or day, week and a bit, will be Ratchet and Clank. And then it's E three after that, so it's actually kind of busy at the moment in a weird way.
1: Yeah, where, okay. it, do- it, where it doesn't kind of
0: where it doesn't feel busy. And then of course, um, we are also in discussions with ourselves about when we're going to do Indecentric five. We're trying to find a nice area of the year with some cool indies and stuff. We're hoping to do it with like something like a Silk song or a sports story. But no new information has come out, so. Is, this is all in, in the months ahead. So it could be could be July, it could be August for Indycentric fighters when we feel there is a big lull and that we drop Indycentric in. So Yeah, I do
1: love Indycentric.
0: I love Indycentric. It's one of my favorite episodes of the year. But yes, folks, yeah. um, that, you know, Biomutant is next time. Thank you all so much for joining us again here. Twitch.tv slash Game Train. Twitch is where we did this one. We're on Podbean, iTunes, Spotify. Anything else
1: you want to say, Carl? before we leave? That's uh that's a wrap for us. We'll be back next week. All Quick r- one.
0: All right, okay, and it's been Game Train.